Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast is the hottest, grown, and sexy relationship conversation piece out of the Queen City. No relationship matter is off limits. Sex, marriage, love, betrayal, dating, sign pieces, adultery, religion, and finances are all a part of the discussion because your relationship matters. Now, here's your host, the Diva, Angela Porto Real. Welcome to Diva Speaks Relationships Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is such an amazing day. Oh my goodness. Listen, I hope that all who are under the sound of my voice, I hope that this uh, podcast episode finds you in good spirits, finds you with positive energy, and that you are just feeling um, just as amazing as I am today. I am your host, Angela Putariel, and it gives me great pleasure to be able to come to the mic, okay? And let's chop it up on a few things, but more, more specifically about so they've moved on. <laughs> but did, were they ever really there? Yes, that is what we are going to be. Um chopping it up about today I would like to go ahead and thank all of my loyal supporters um, for your support um, throughout this journey I so appreciate you and to my new followers welcome welcome to the hottest yet realest podcast out of Charlotte, North Carolina, aka the Queen City. That's where I am located. In the meantime, (laughs) the diva is making major moves. Oh my goodness, yes, and it feels so amazing. Oh my goodness, guys, I cannot wait for this next um, phase of my life to actually take place. So, you know, if God be willing, um, these are the last few months that I will be in the Queen City. So I'm, I'm feeling so free and so amazing. But anyway, thank you to all of my supporters. Um, even though I may be transitioning my location, okay, because God has the final say on that. <laughs> I will still be here with you. So if you don't know, um, or if you forgot, the Diva has her own Roku channel. So let me invite you to add my channel to your Roku television. If you have a Roku television, you know how it works, guys. You got to look it up on the um, in the um, Roku channel store. You're going to type in Diva Speaks. I'm sure there's only one channel named Diva Speaks. And then add that to your programming. So yes, add it. I am really, I've been very diligent with adding um, a variety of content to the channel. Um, 
So it's more than the Diva Speaks Relationships talk show, Diva Speaks Relationships ministry. I have a variety of um, shows, sitcoms, um, old school R&B music videos. Um, I have um, shows like Soul Train and, you know, some of your faves from the 70s. So if you have not had an opportunity to check out the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel, make sure that you do that. I would appreciate it. And make sure that you tell a few people too. Um, Later on this year, I am going to be giving away a cash prize to my loyal supporters who can validate how many people they brought on board to my Roku channel. I am forever grateful the channel is growing. It is super successful. So um, I just want to make sure that my peeps are active in this process. Um, So yeah, so um, the Diva Speaks Relationships channel is on your Roku television. I also want to give a shout out to to Access 21. You know, that is where I got my first break in television. So my talk show still airs on Access 21 every second and fourth Friday of the month at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch my talk show again um, at Access 21. They do have a Roku channel as well. It will be the Access 21 channel. If you have Spectrum Cable, you can catch my show on Spectrum Cable um, channel number 21 at 11 p.m. every second and fourth Friday. However, if you have AT&T U-verse, that's for my bougie peeps, okay? You can catch me on channel 99 every second and fourth Friday of the month at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Again, that's through Access 21. So, yay! Um, um, What else? Let's see, guys. I have to keep track. Oh, my goodness. Okay. The blessings you have to man. When you manifest these blessings. Oh, no. With the blessings are actually manifested because I don't do nothing without God. Okay. I ain't ain't manifesting nothing on my own. No, ma'am. But (laughs) you have to be able to keep up with things. And so forgive me for struggling just a little bit. If you haven't um, followed me on Instagram or Facebook or um, TikTok, make sure you hit a sister up. Um, you can find me on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. Once again, my handle on Instagram is Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. My Facebook handle is True Diva Speaks. Again, my Facebook handle is True Diva Speaks. Simply type it in the search field and it will bring you to my page. Okay, and you can hit like and follow the page and keep up with all the shenanigans and the food for thought and the different um, words of encouragement and empowerment that I deliver to my social media pages on a daily basis until I come back to the mic (laughs) or a new show is uploaded to the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel or um, the many other places that my show airs. Oh, before I forget, I am, my talk show also airs on Creo TV. That is another Roku channel. Um, I know previously for those of you who have been riding with me for quite some time, my show was everywhere and I had a million different Roku channels. I was babbling off. I've kind of, I've kind of dialed back 
from that and everything should be centrally located on my channel. However, there comes about every once in a while, a few people that I don't mind working with to see where it goes. Creo TV is one of those people. So again, my show does air on Creo TV. That is another Roku channel as well. But let me go ahead and tell you this. Before my show is distributed, my talk show is distributed to any other platform or television channel, it will air on the Diva Speaks Relationships uh, Roku channel first, okay? You have first dibs on my channel, okay? Yes, oh my goodness. Oh, so I think that is all we got. Everything that you may have missed or you didn't get a chance to jot down, you can either, okay, one or two things you can do. You can listen to this podcast episode again, or you can visit my website. My website is a one-stop shop for all things Diva Speaks related. My web address is diva, the dash symbol speaks, the dash symbol official.com. Once again, diva dash speaks dash official.com. So yes, we have made it through the preliminaries. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to all of my loyal supporters and my new followers. Yay. I'm so happy to have you. And I hope that you are happy to be here. Yes. So um, we are going to get into the topic of So They Moved On. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. So they have moved on. You know, um, Guys, breakups are most of the time hard to deal with, Um, in my opinion, especially when you are of a particular age or you've invested a lot emotionally and otherwise into the relationship whether that be a long-term relationship or a marriage, when you've invested and poured into a relationship that fails, okay, failing without pointing the finger, and, you know, the breakup occurs, it doesn't leave you in the best of um in the best space always. Now, I know that there are some people out there who are happy um, that a breakup has occurred. Um, They feel a sense of liberation. Uh, And that's probably the person that we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) But my point is breakups are difficult at times for most people, you know, um, trying to unravel and unpack all that you've invested and knowing that, you know, it didn't work out despite your best efforts, um, despite your prayers, despite wanting the best for the both of you. And just to watch it just become nothing at all. And when you add that to discovering, finding out that the person that you loved so much, the person that you went to bed with every night, the person that you looked forward to waking up with in the morning, the person that you were planning your future with, the person that you loved to make love to, 
when you finally discover or find out or what, however you find out that that person has moved on to someone else and you're trying to wrap your mind around like, whoa, like I'm still over here hurting and healing and you're out here hoeing around and what? (laughs) Have any of you ever experienced that where you found yourself trying to heal from the hurt of the breakup and the person leaving the relationship or you know in some cases maybe the two of you decided to you know to take a break whatever set of circumstances that you found yourself in i think there's another level of pain that is ultimately discovered you don't, you don't know that that level of pain exists until the discovery that the person that you're healing from, the person that walked away from the relationship without any type of grief, they didn't grieve or they didn't be up here to grieve and now they're on to something else. There is something about that discovery that feels like you're back at square one in the healing process of the breakup. Which brings us to this topic. So they, they, they moved on, but were they ever really there? because it boggles a female's mind. And I just want you guys to remember, I have to always remind you guys of this, that Diva Speaks relationships, no matter what platform or what aspect of it that you are connecting to, it is from a woman's perspective. So from a woman's perspective, from a woman's perspective, okay, okay, so my men, I don't, I don't need you men getting all up in your feelings. I don't need you doing all of that. Don't be doing the most, okay? <laughs> so when a woman discovers that, that that is just something that feels like a second betrayal because you, you have all of these questions that now perhaps they're reinforced or now is something different. It's, it's more baggage, it's more weight added onto those wounds. You're like, how could you move on so fast? When did you find the time to discover someone new? How could someone else capture your eye, your attention, and draw you in so quickly? when I'm over here hurting and devastated and missing you and you out here laid up with another, you're out here gallivanting around town and doing your thing. You're doing your thing and you're doing other people and you are living your best life. You moved on so quick. 
which makes sometimes it makes a person feel and I'm interested in knowing if I'm stepping on any toes I don't intentionally mean to do so but are there times when you look back because they say that hindsight is 2020 bear with me if hindsight is 2020 and now I could look back and I could see I could see now where you were very distant where you were very disconnected intimately, where you showed no interest in preserving the relationship. I can now look back and I can trace the moments when I would glance across the room and see you staring off in a distance. Were you planning the exit of the relationship in those moments? When a when a person asks you, what are you thinking about? Or is something wrong? For every time that that question was asked and you answered, there's nothing wrong, that was a lie. For every time that that question was asked and you responded in anger, that was a lie. So you knew what you were doing you knew what you were going to be doing to the person that you were going to be walking away from and you knew who you were going to be running to. Mm, Yes. But going back to where I was going with this, does it ever make you question your judgment in the end when you look back? Does it make you question your spirit of discernment and say, how could I have fallen for such a deceptive person? A person who, and I love to use this phrase, whose moral compass is broken. You have to be broken to to a certain extent to do some of the things that you have done and continuously do. Does anyone ever question their judgment or their spirit of discernment? Like, wait a minute, maybe I, in this healing space that I'm occupying right now, maybe I also need to multitask and connect with my Heavenly Father to give me more of a fine-tuned sense of discernment because clearly I did not choose correctly because anyone who would move on so quickly so fast and to another clearly was never that invested in our future in our relationship to begin with now those are just my thoughts (laughs) those are just my thoughts you know let me get off my high horse you know but you know that is what makes the show deeper stakes but let's let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about it let's talk about when your ex moves on so quickly and I know that there are going to be some people out there who are going to be interested in this particular episode because you're living it you've lived it or you're living it And for some of you, it's quite visible that this person, whether that be a male or a female, they are not 
even trying to be discreet about it. They are flaunting their new booze around everyone, your friends, your former family members, your former circles, um, where else, around town. Um, Some of these moments are captured on social media for your friends, (laughs) your family member, people around town to see. And here you are, you're still hurting. You're trying to heal. And the discovery of new information and new celebrated occasions and new, um, you know, information keeps coming your way and it feels like a setback. They're happy. They've moved on. (laughs) And you're trying to heal and they don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. They're so careless. They, you know, and it's just my personal opinion. Anytime a person can be so cold to you after a breakup or, um, you know, uh, whatever happened in the relationship with no regard to the history that the two of you shared or, you know, um, they don't care about how their actions impact you. Did you really you really need to be with such a person but um when your ex moves on quickly if your ex has moved on quickly and completely disregarded your relationship with him or her your ex has sent you hear me when I say this and I'm gonna back it up because I need you to know I'm about to say something very powerful If your ex moved on quickly and completely disregarded your relationship with them, your ex has sent you a very bold and important message. I hate to be the one to tell you. I have to tell you. I'm going to say this again because someone needs to hear this. When your ex moves on quickly and completely disregards the relationship that you've had with them, your feelings and how you may be absorbing that information and absorbing the fact that they, what they've done and and, and how they're just celebrating this new love, this new relationship that they're in. And they know the condition that they left the relationship. They know the state in which they left the relationship. They know that you are heartbroken and they continue to do that. They sent you a very bold and important message. Your ex, has either directly or indirectly told you that they're not the most reliable partner for you, period. It, they're not. They are, they are not invested into having successful relationships and working through cl- conflict or honoring whatever commitment or covenant they may have with you. Mm-hmm. You know... You deserve better than that. You, de- you deserve better than them. 
And it's not to tear them down because some of you may be still hurting and emotionally attached to this person, but you deserve someone that can honor your feelings and what you were building or what you had even in the uncoupling and the unraveling phase and stage of things. You deserve somebody that will be a stand-up person no matter who she's with, no matter who he's with. But to throw it in your face is a whole another level of disgust. You know what? I've heard that when the ex moves on so fast, their actions are doing all of the talking for them. It essentially says that your ex has failed to stay loyal despite the promises that they made you and that your ex doesn't respect or never respected you as a partner. And again, I know this, this is, it, it hurts me to have to tell you this, but it is what it is. And I, I hate that cliche too. I hate, it is what it is, you know, and you may be asking yourself, so why did they move on so fast? You know, how could they do that? You know, were they ever, child, let me tell you why they move on so fast. I have to get my notes out, guys, because you know the diva has an outline prepared. I'm not just rambling. I take my time to gather information to be able to present to you. But anyway, going back to why they move on. So the experts have said that it's either fight or flight when it comes to a person acting like this. Okay. And those are essentially human mechanisms, fight or flight. So let's let's just dive into what does it look like when your ex is in fight mode, fight like a Mike Tyson fight. Okay, so this is what it looks like when they're in fight mode. They get angry. They say mean things to you. Um, you know. Yeah, oh, I got some examples. Wait a minute. They say very, very mean and hurtful things to you. You know, um, mm. they'll bring up arguments from the past in an order, in an effort to justify the way that they're treating you. You may have had a uh, disagreement about something three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, and they are still holding on to that argument. They are still holding on to that anger because they know what they wanna do. They know what they plan to do to you. The truth of the matter is, and I don't ever like to be vulgar or want to be vulgar. When a person want to fuck around, when a person want out, they will do, especially a coward. A coward of a woman, a coward of a man will do everything but the right thing when it comes to honoring their vows, their commitments to you. But they use things that have happened in the past as a way to justify how awful that they're treating you in those moments. That is that fight uh, mechanism. Um, they do things to make you jealous, whether that is spend more time with people um, outside of the home, um, spend less time in the home, um, around just to do things to make you jealous, um, do things that are inappropriate with people of the opposite sex in an effort to make you jealous, um, 
post different things in an effort to make you jealous, to, to get you angry and in your feelings because they're fighting you. They are fighting you and they're fighting you with everything that they got. They also, um, here we are, will date someone new or get into a relationship with someone new and rub it in your face. It's not always about, hey, call you up. Look, this is who I, or come show up to your door. Look, this is who I'm with. They know that you will find out that they are with someone new. They know this and they do things sometimes in an effort so that you will find out so that they can hurt you. Mm -hmm. This, you know, this trying to hurt you, you know, it, it almost feels like what narcissistic behavior, you know, it's all about making you feel bad. That's what they want to do. They want to make you feel bad. And it's possible that they are trying to make you feel the pain that they are experiencing or they are trying to avoid feeling for themselves. Mm, okay, so these are this is an emotional response when it comes to fight. Remember, there are two reasons why they move on. The two human mechanisms uh, reasons is fight or flight. Now, what does the flight mode look like? They ghost you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty self-explanatory. They will ghost you. They will get gone and stay gone. Oh, you're talking about a coward's move. Like you have literally zero human emotion, compassion, empathy, sympathy, whatever. All of those adjectives for the person that you literally moved on from and moved on so quickly. You just get gone because you don't want to face the damage, the emotional havoc that you are causing and have caused that person. You know, guys, I don't, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I really don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. There's a special place in hell for people like that. When you intentionally inflict emotional pain on a person, when you intentionally try to hurt a person, okay, you have a special place in hell. <laughs> you do. You do. Uh, you know, let me get back on track. Anyway, so they ghost you, okay? Again, it goes back to, you know, they they have the ability. Now, here's their, their special um, gift and this is their superpower. I need you to listen, come closer, come closer because I'm about to tell you something that you already knew that I have to tell you about these people. They can get into a new relationship or date someone new and never think about you or talk about you again, ever. I'm telling you, heartless, soulless people, they have no heart. They have no type of relationship with God. They don't. Anybody that acts like that, they don't, okay? Um, and they can talk to any and everyone. I am literally reading what the, um, what the um, professionals have said. I'm, I'm literally, this is the information that I'm gathering. They can talk to everyone about the breakup but you. Mm -hmm. Everyone in their circle will know about the breakup. Everybody that's close to them, all of their co-workers, all of their former co-workers, everybody on their um, social media pages, everyone at the events that they um, that they attend, they want to let everybody know, okay, about this breakup. 
because it's gonna justify them gallivanting around on you. So when you see me with someone new, I already told you how awful she was. I already told you how not, uh, how much of not a man this man was. Guess what? Now I upgraded, I got me somebody better. So you don't have to question why I'm not with him. You don't have to question me about why I got another man on my arm and I'm not with him. You don't have to ask me or wonder why I'm not with her. I already told you we're not together. She was an awful B. He was an awful SOB. You see what I'm saying? They will talk to everyone about you. Now, I'm going to venture into a little bit of territory that I've been um gathering information on. The narcissist will also do that smear campaign. I've been reading about that, okay? The smear campaign is when they tell people about the breakup, um, but they they throw mud on your name. They lie about you. They exaggerate the facts. They lie on you, okay? They tell stories of things that never happened. They paint this awful picture of you to gain sympathy from people in their corner or on their side of the fence or anybody who was aware that they were connected to you, they paint all of these lies about you. You're this awful person. You're this horrible human being. So when they get ready to do their thing with the next person, everybody know that, wait a minute, you was a shitty person. You didn't deserve them. See, that's how they can move on also so quickly and not being held accountable, okay, from their inner circle because nine times out of 10, okay, because, you know, let me just get a little bit, let me get a little spicy with it. Nine times out of 10, they circle ain't shit. I'm sorry, guys. I, I got to be a little, a little spicy in 2022. Nine times out of 10, their circle ain't shit. Nine times out of 10, if a person moves around like that, birds of a feather flock together. And if you look closely and you look back, you will see that some of the closest people to them have acted in a similar fashion towards their relationships or previous relationships. Because there is nothing about a person who acts like this that has the favor of God. I need you to know that. I need for the person who has been hurting and who has been crying out to God for God to take that pain away because you're like, if it's not one thing, it's another. It's like, yeah, they've done this and they've done that, but God, how could they move on? How could they treat me as if I never existed? How could they move on and not be feeling some type of way like I'm feeling? God, like, what is wrong? Like, what is wrong with me for bringing such a person into my life? How did I allow myself to be connected to Satan and one of his demons? How did I allow this negative force into my life? Well, you know what? You wouldn't be the first. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first. And you know, I, I giggled at that because I want you to, I want you to get a sense of empowerment. I want you to feel and, and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel for you. I need you to know and because I am recording this on a Sunday, I got to throw my Sunday touch on it that whatever a person is sowing, uh, he's going to reap it. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible also assures us that heaven and earth shall pass away before the word of um, God be made out to be a lie. So if these are the type of seeds that this person is planting, in addition to Gala having a special hill, that, <laughs> that they have been banished to, they are going to have to answer for that. They will. 
they will have to answer for that. You know, um, getting back on um, track, you know, if you probably look back, um, they probably were pushing you away. They probably was orchestrating their move way before you discovered it. Okay. And going back to the question, which is what birthed this particular episode is how could they move on so quickly? The experts have said, and I'm going to find my place in the notes. Okay. Uh, The reason why. The reason why, ooh, okay, so there are two, but I'm going to go with the one that appeals to me, that resonates with me. I'm going to go with that one first. The reason why is that they fell out of love with you long before they left the relationship. And I know that's hard to hear. They didn't love you when they left. They couldn't have loved you when they left, but that's my part of it. But the experts have said that they fell out of love with you way before they exited the relationship, way before you found out about whoever that they're with now. They fell out of love. That's why you didn't see any effort being put in on their part to make it work, um, to have a successful relationship, to come out of that season of struggle. That's why you, because they, they fell out of love. But see, because it's Sunday and I, you know, I have to put a little bit of my faith talk in it. For those of you who are married and who may have been experienced in this, this is what I want to say. If you have found yourself on the receiving end of somebody walking away and then moving on, moving on, but it's like, good God, what was that? The person that has done this to you, especially for those of you who are married and listening to me, that person knows nothing about honoring the covenant, honoring their commitment. That covenant is one of the highest covenants in in the Bible. Because honoring your covenant does not mean that you honor your emotion. There are going to be seasons of highs and lows, mountains and valleys in every relationship and marriages are not exempt. So for a person to use the excuse that I didn't love him anymore, you know, I just didn't feel that way about him anymore. You know, I just feel like God wants me to be happy. I don't love this man anymore, Diva. I don't love her anymore. You know, she doesn't do it for me. You know, I'm not pleased with her. Whatever. Your covenant said for better or for worse. Your covenant is a blood covenant. Don't make me break it down. That's for another Sunday. But for those of you who are married and this has happened to, they will have to answer to God. And I don't care how happy they may appear. Their season of harvest will come. Whether you know about it or not, just trust that God's word is true. Whatever seeds they have planted is going to come up and bite them in the booty. And you just need to know that you are going to be okay. You are going to make it through this. You see, the goal is not to move on quickly. The goal is to move on and be healed and whole for your next relationship. It's not a rush to see who can get there the fastest, okay? But that brings me to another reason, the, the number two reason that I was going to be sharing with you as to why they move on so fast, okay? Look at me, I circle right back, gotcha. Okay, so the second reason that the experts have told us that they move on so quickly is that they are 
are trying to rush the process of healing by moving on. Now that's catered to a small select group of people whose partner may still be emotionally invested in, in them and they're just using other people as a pastime, thinking that that's gonna help them get over the person that they have walked away from, but that is not the answer. So again, if you're trying to wrap your head around, how could they move on so fast? So I've given you two reasons according to the experts. The number one reason was they stopped loving you way before the relationship ended. The number, uh, the number two reason or the second reason is they are trying to rush the process by moving on with somebody else. You know, there is an old saying, you know, it's not, a, it's not, <laughs> it's not anything that I promote, but it definitely applies in this particular situation. The best way to get on, uh, over someone is to get under someone new. I've heard that. And um, it's even mentioned in this in my study when I was studying for this particular episode. Some ex some experts, you know, they were divided. You know, when a group of I think it was a group of ten of these um, counselors were together, and they were divided on that particular ratchet statement. The best way to get over someone is to get under someone new. Half of them agreed that that sometimes does work. And the other half would say, no, that does not work. Which brings us to this. This is why you have rebound relationships. Mm, I just got somebody. That is why you have rebound relationships from people who are running away from healing by going out there hoeing around. That's right. They are trying to rush the process or... Okay, skip a, a few different steps in the process to healing and getting over you or getting over the feelings of hurt that comes from a failed relationship with you by attaching themselves to someone else. And, you know, it's not right. But then the person that they end up getting connected to, they end up getting hurt in the long run as well. Because what? It's a rebound relationship. It's a rebound relationships. And so that I do not forget to deliver this to you, a lot of experts say that when a person gets into a rebound relationship, when they get with someone new very quickly after, you know, the two of you have had a recent split or a breakup or you're going through something or whatever the case may be, they say that a lot of people, especially women, a lot of people find themselves in these new relationships or with these new partners because they are so used to being part of a couple. They're so used to having a partner. They're so used to having someone by their side. So they just simply, and I know this is going to hurt, they just replace you with someone else. Someone else just comes in and, and takes up that spot that you used to occupy in their life because they're accustomed and conditioned to having a partner beside them, you know, someone to be there with them. They can't, they don't want to be alone and they can't stand to be alone. So if you needed a reason, uh, a few reasons to try to wrap your mind around why this has happened, why they have moved on so fast, I've given you a ton of different reasons to help you to understand or get to an understanding as to how they could have the audacity to treat you in such a poor manner. Oh my goodness. So as we wrap up, you may be saying, well, Diva, what do I do? You know, you, you, you talking, but you ain't telling me what I should do. Let me tell you what you should do. And I don't like to tell you what to do because I'm a 
I'm a woman that believes in each individual making a decision that best that is best for them. But I got to tell you that you got to accept what they've done. You have to accept it. You don't have to like it. I know it hurts. Trust me. Uh, trouble don't always last. Neither does hurt. It doesn't always last or it will not always have the impact on your heart like it does right now. It won't always be this way, okay? But you have to accept the fact that they've moved on, they've moved out of your life, they've moved on with someone else. You have to accept it. And then number two, you got to let it go. You got to let them go. Let them rotten ass people go. Let them go on and be somebody else's problem. Let them go on and disappoint another. Let some other man be that, you know, have that headache. Let some other woman deal with that trash. Let some other woman deal with those lies. Let some other man deal with you know the deceitful and deceptive behavior that's not your problem no more the only issue that you are faced with right now is getting over this and getting through this so that you can be restored whole within your heart and so that the next person who's on the agenda amen because you don't stop loving you don't stop your life for no woman and no man love new love is on the horizon okay oh my good some of you just don't know the blessing that is coming out of this for you. New love is on the horizon, but what you have to do, okay, I almost stuttered. You got to accept what has happened. It wasn't right. It wasn't fair. It was wrong as hell. And they going to pay for it. But accept it and let it go. Accept it and let it go. Do all that you can to release the pain and everything that comes with that rotten relationship that failed. That person that bailed out on you. That person that walked out, ghosted you, and now out here just thought bopping around your city. <laughs> Did you hear me? Thought bopping. Okay. Okay. So you got to release the pain that comes with that make sure that you deal with this properly okay and let me tell you the importance of dealing with this the right way you're gonna get everything you deserve and I say that in the most amazing way you're gonna get everything you deserve by dealing with this the right way and handling that person according to how God would want you to handle such a person you know you are going to come out of it number one healed so that your next bae your next boo your next spouse is going to what you're bringing to the table and I hate talking about that infamous table but what you're bringing to the table is experience okay experience is a good teacher and you have been a good student you have been a phenomenal student in this thing called a relationship so you're going to bring your wisdom to the table and you will know now if you should ever come to a season of struggle, what you need to do and what you need to encourage your partner to do so that the enemy may not have a victory in destroying your next relationship. This next person that's coming into your life is gonna love you so good. This next person in that's coming into your life, will be everything that you begged that person, if you look back, if you, that you begged them to do for you, to do to, mm. 
they're going to do everything that you used to beg that person to do to you. They're just going to do it effortlessly. They're going to just leave you feeling fully charged. Mm. You will stay connected to this new individual because this will be part of your blessing and your reward for walking in the path of righteousness and not out here thought bopping around your city because you could. <laughs> because you can. I'm grown. I can do whatever. Yeah, that's going to be the reward. So you take very good care of yourself. I want you to pay attention and, and just love on yourself. Be attentive to your needs. Get in tune with the things that are going to enhance you in every area of your life. In every area of your life because this new season with this new person is going to be so amazing that you are going to thank God that you took the time to play to pay close attention to these little details and fine-tune these little bitty things and they're going to be so blessed and so grateful to have you that's right this hurt that you're experiencing the crying the broken heart I want you to know that the Bible does tell us that God is very close to the brokenhearted. He hears. He hears what you're saying when your mouth doesn't even move because he knows what's stored up in your heart. He does. So the nights, that, the days, the nights that you are crying out because you've been paralyzed by pain and you don't even know what to say anymore, just trust that God is reading the emotions that are stored up in your heart and how you are feeling. And it grieves the Holy Spirit to know that you are in such a broken place because of someone who took the relationship for granted and who chose to, broke your, to break your spirit. Spirit, you will come out of this. Rise up, take back your power. You will not lose in this season. I know that you wanted it to work. Most sane people want their relationships to work. Most spiritual people want their marriages to be successful. They want them to work. You want to have a testimony. You want to be able to say or acknowledge that you went to hell and back in your marriage and when you, you had a lot of bad days with your spouse and be able to say, but God. <laughs> Woo! You want to be able to say, but God. Hmm. I get it. You want to be able to say that. You want to have that testimony. You want to be able to tell your story to later on a couple who may be in a crisis or a husband who may be in a crisis or a wife who may be in, a distre in distress because her marriage is failing and, and she's doing all that she can and you would want to share your story to encourage them to keep pushing because greater is he, okay? You know the rest. Listen, my platform is all about restoring relationships. Um, definitely a marriage. I, I take that very, very serious. This is nothing to play with. This is nothing to be careless about, to speak reckless on. I'm going to leave you this. If it is God's will that your marriage or your relationship be restored, I want you to hold on to his promise. I have to throw that in there. I do. 
but I also need you to acknowledge the things that we've talked about and covered in this particular podcast episodes to try so you can try to understand why they've done what they've done or they continue to do. And you can also you can also be reassured this that you are standing on the side of righteousness and they are not. It's very clear and concise. There is no walking in between or or straddling the fence. Anyone who treats you like that is complicit with the plans of the enemy. That is not of God. It is not godly. And he does not align himself with anyone who who allows themselves to be used by the enemy to hurt another individual. I really... I really, really hope that this particular show has blessed someone, that it encouraged you to get up, to get up and live again, to get up and find things to make yourself happy so that that happiness can resonate from within. Get back to the things that you enjoy. Get back to those hobbies that used to bring um, fulfillment to your life. Because I'm telling you, the victory is yours. This is the way the story ends. I'm not a psychic. I'm not a medium. I'm not a prophet, but it's in the Bible. This is how the story ends. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Mm. (laughs) Never. Okay, never. Donald Lawrence has a song about it with the Tri-City Singers. It's one of my favorite jams. Go listen to it today, immediately after this episode. Please, I implore you to please go listen to the song by Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers. Never seen the righteous forsaken. You are going to get that. You're going to get pumped up. You're going to be feeling good. And it's going to give you the courage to have an amazing day, to have an an amazing rest of your week. And we are going to do this thing called 2022 together, you and I. I am so here for you. Mm, I am. Yes, yes, yes. So I think that, I think this concludes um, our time together, you and I. We got to say goodbye to one another. But I got something for you. If you're not busy, if you got a moment or two, why don't you join me on uh, my TikTok page? I'm going live, going live on my TikTok page this coming Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I call it the Talk That Talk edition. It's where I read letters from my inbox and I address them publicly while protecting the privacy, of course, of the person that wrote the letter. And I tackle the letters that seem to be a, um, a reoccurring issue, a reoccurring problem with couples um, across the board, nationwide or worldwide, um, if you may. You know, it's not an isolated incident that one particular couple is experiencing. So here's my invitation to you to join me live on my TikTok page. My TikTok page is Diva Speaks Relationships, the number one. So don't don't follow the wrong one because I do have another one, um, but I'm not even going to say that one. But follow the TikTok page of mine that says Diva Speaks Relationships and the number one. OK, I'm going live this Wednesday at 730 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to be addressing, hopefully, if time allows, two um, of the letters that I got in my inbox. And oh my, oh my goodness, you don't want to miss this. So it'll be you and I face to face having that heart to heart talk, that talk with Diva Speaks Relationships. It has been my it has been my pleasure to um, actually come to you today and have this time with you. Um, make sure that you tell everybody about the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku page. I mean, Roku channel. <laughs> the Roku channel. Um, follow me. Add my channel to your Roku programming. I'm all over the place. I wanna. I wanna see you everywhere that I am. How about that? Can we see each other? I would love that. I would love that. So um, walk in love today. I know that I plan to. I plan to have the best um, day that I that I can. I'm going to have a good day on purpose. And I hope you do as well. Until the next time, the diva has spoken. <laughs>